0: Buenos dias from the Metroplex. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 13th of July, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. The long-awaited face-to-face debate between the People's Party or Partido Popular head Alberto Núñez Feijo and Spanish Socialist Workers Party or PSOE leader Pedro Sánchez finally happened on Monday the 10th. Over 5 million people watched the live debate. However, whether this debate was successful depends on who you listen to. The outlook of the Partido Popular candidate for the community of Madrid, Isabel Díaz Ayuso, was overwhelmingly positive for Fejo. She said that he's what the country needs to repeal Sanchezismo, quoting the right-leaning party's slogan against Sanchez's socialist government. Others have said that some of Fejo's comments during the live debate were factually incorrect, like his claim that the national court closed the investigation into the Pegasus case, because of Sanchez's lack of collaboration. According to the media company Neutral, this is false, and the case has been put on hold because of a lack of dialogue with Israel, a country of origin of the Pegasus software. Others are also concerned that Feigl is becoming more ultra-right-wing with his Vox party packs. Both Sanchez and Fejo were jokingly accused of arriving at the studios, seasoned by media professionals ahead of the debate, looking like schoolboys before a scary exam, ready to battle it out. Whatever it was, the format allowed them to yell at each other and interrupt each other a fair amount, and they didn't cut mics, so it was a bit of a yell fest. And battled out they did as both leaders clashed in what the media described as a brutal one-on-one debate. Neither party is likely to win by itself with an overwhelming majority. So much of the debate was about each other's potential coalition partners, such as attacked Fejos Pact with Vox, who wants to alter many socialist policies like the gender equality legislation or draft law that puts females in more decision-making positions. On the other hand, Feijo continued to criticize Sanchez for leading a coalition government with far-left Podemos, who has been in the news for many things, including the yes-it's-yes yes law blunder. He also condemned Sanchez for relying on parliamentary support from Catalan and Basque separatist parties, Basque EH Bildu, particularly for its past association with ETA, a disbanded Basque terrorist group. Race seems to be narrowing some. According to the CIS barometer for July, PESOE will get 31% of the votes, with Fejo's party getting 30%. Speaking of coalitions, Yolanda Diaz, second deputy prime minister, current labor minister, and leader of the new left-leaning coalition Sumar, is determined to keep the Partido Popular and Vox out of power in July's general election. Almost 12 months ago, Diaz told newspapers that the socialist government, Pesoy, ran things without spirit or soul, so she joined forces with other left leaning and green parties, including United We Can or Podemos, to create the Sumar movement. And now her party's spirit is being tested. Sumar describes itself as a citizen movement that offers practical answers. One of its most interesting policies is to create a universal inheritance fund of 20,000 euros for every young person to spend on studying, training, or entrepreneurship when they reach 18. However, Poll predictions show that Sumar might have to do a lot of convincing to prove to voters that its policies are legitimate, especially if Podemos voters who are angry with Sumar for not putting Podemos leaders at the forefront of the movement. Spain's LGBTQ community rightfully fears the future as the country approaches its general election. As it stands, the law in Spain allows anyone age 16 and over to legally switch their genders on government documents and identification. Despite the Partido Popular's opposition, Sanchez and his socialist government passed this law in February. With the July elections getting closer, the LGBTQ community may have to prepare for that law being altered. That is, if the Partido Popular can secure a win and they would need support from the far-right Vox to form a government, another party that opposes the bill when it was passed through and would very likely favor an alteration. Undoubtedly, the results of this year election are set to change the political landscape of Spain in a big way. Tourism is also an arguably changing landscape, in Barcelona tourism fuels a large portion of the economy, but for some parts of the city, people feel it's become a bit much with tourists go home graffitied around popular landmarks. However, a hundred-year-old delicatessen grocery store, which reopened as a delicatessen with tastings, has managed to fend off crowds of tourists only looking to browse by Hanging up a sign that says it's five euros to enter if you don't buy anything. The owners have said that even though they haven't charged anyone yet, it's prevented people from entering and only taking photos, which was a big problem. From globe-trotting to hail, as heavy rains and severe storms struck Zaragoza last Thursday the 6th, resulting in widespread flooding across the city. Local police urged people to stay indoors, as in some cases drivers who attempted to escape the worst truck areas were carried away by rivers that formed on the streets. Some residents even took to climbing trees to avoid the dangerous, fast-moving water. Luckily, no injuries were reported, but the flash floods have undoubtedly caused large-scale damage to local businesses, amenities, personal belongings, and property. While it hailed in Zaragoza, other parts of the peninsula are heating up. The State Meteorological Agency of Spain has reported intense and frequent heat waves, that are set to stay this summer season fueled by climate change. With that in mind, cities nationwide are allocating spaces for people to cool off away from the summer heat. In Bilbao, they have selected around 130 public and private spaces for climate shelter, including libraries, parks, and schools. These spaces must have ample shade, water facilities, drinking water, or trees and grass for people to temporarily relax and escape the sun. According to city council, in Barcelona they have allocated over 200 spaces that are accessible with ramps, have comfortable resting areas with benches or chairs, and offer free water for everyone. You can find the full list of climate shelters in the show notes for Barcelona, Bilbao, and Murcia. Moving on, another year, another San Fermín bull celebration in Pamplona, and the 2023 edition resulted in more injuries. In Pamplona, northern Spain, the annual week-long festival celebrates San Fermín, the area's patron saint, from the 6th to the 14th of July. During the festival, thousands of revelers flocked to the Streets, their fireworks, festivities end with the popular song, Poor Me by Augustine Lara, or Pobre de Mi. The most infamous event, however, is the Running of the Bulls, a high-speed event where a herd of bulls is set loose on the street to chase fearless or befuddled adventurers, affectionately named Mothos. High energy and not for the faint-hearted. Every year, there are injuries. This year was no different. Three days into the festival on Monday the 10th, eight people were taken to the hospital. Speaking of celebrations involving bulls, there was another long-standing annual festival this week in the port city of Denia Alicante on Monday the 10th, where a bull sadly drowned in the sea. In Alicante, they celebrate bulls to the sea, or bos a la Mar. Popular tradition, a declared festival of the national tourist interest, is kind of a bullfighting event where locals or runners goad the animals into the water by jumping away from them. First runner to get a bull into the water is the winner. It's a hugely popular celebration along the Mediterranean coast like in Tarragona and Lampolla, where the festival is called Correbus. For obvious reasons, animal rights activists in Alicante have long been campaigning against this tradition. Sadly, during the event on Monday, a bull was unable to be rescued by nearby boats and tragically drowned, fueling anger by protesters. The remainder of the event was quickly canceled. Moving on, last week, mandatory mask use was lifted in hospitals, care centers, and pharmacies, but another rule has remained in some regions. A smoking ban on restaurant and bar terraces was enforced in many regions during the height of COVID. Still, regions like Valencia have decided to keep the rule in place despite backlash from people wanting to light up. Restaurant staff and owners say it's becoming difficult to deal with some smokers as they can be aggressive and uncooperative. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. In case you couldn't listen to our previous update, we have two new shows. These are the Rorschach Multilateral Update, covering the world's major multilateral institutions, and the Oceans Update, about the 70% of the Earth's surface covered in salt water. Intrigue? Listen to them in your favorite podcast app. You can also check the rest of the country updates to see what's going on in the rest of the world. Hasta la próxima.